It is back again, the T-Mobile Changemaker Challenge Lab. That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. First, we have with us T-Mobile Executive Vice President and Chief Communications Officer, Janice Kapner. Hi, Janice. Hi there. Well, this is the fourth nationwide contest that you've held, I think. Give us the overview of what it's all about. Well, the intent is really to, you know, give an opportunity to young future leaders, I call them, but um, that have ideas and passion around, frankly, making significant change in the world. And whether that's pertaining to, um, you know, technology or sustainability, we have a, a lab that is the end game, as it were, after people submit ideas and, you know, and then we look at those and sort of assess their viability and their completeness. And then we invite in teams into Bellevue where they get to go through a three-day intensive lab to build that idea, whether it's, we've had people in the past um, do things for mental health, how to help students in school that are struggling, you know, with mental health and create community for that. We've had people bring in um, amazing ideas on how to improve crops with less water. I mean, it really runs the gauntlet on big breakthrough ideas. We've had uh, one team brought in a few years ago an uh, idea on how to improve um, or reduce your trash outtake and you sort of a smart, smart garbage can and those kinds of things. So the ideas are all over the place and we have, you know, some focus areas we really focus on, um, you know, um, uh, uh, sorry. Um, um, it's not just sustainability. It's really ESG areas. We focus on digital work, um, how to, you know, be connected in a smart way and, and, and so forth, but the, they have a lot of freedom and, and they've, package those ideas and we look at those ideas and then we bring them into the lab and um, they learn how to storytell and how to build their pitch and they get to pitch it to executives. They get coaching on how to bring those ideas to life. Even after they leave here, a lot of these young professionals go do exactly that. Um, this year, I think we had uh, 15 teams that are in. I just came from chatting with them about how to tell a story and how to package your proposal and your pitch. And they're amazing. And I wasn't doing anything this, um, smart and this uh, and this strategic when I was their age. So it's really, really inspiring to see these young professionals that want to make change in the world. So let's take a step back. So this started out when earlier this year, this whole process? Yeah, we, I'd have to get you the dates. But yeah, we started the process a few months ago um, with the initial sort of submissions. Yeah. And then they kind of go on this whole journey and we we will let employees get involved and have you know people take a look so that we can get it down to 15 teams that can come in and and visit otherwise we'd have hundreds of people coming in to visit. Well, that, that's what i wanted to get at the, the participation uh was i guess pretty terrific tell tell us how how the word gets spread on this is this done through schools or how, how do you how do you attract submissions Yes. Um, so we partner with Ashoka, who does a lot of these types of programs. We've made this one about, you know, change maker because it's very near and dear to our heart um, as a company and a brand. But um, yeah, they uh, have a lot of relationships and connections into schools all over the country. So we tap into their pre-existing sort of machinery to to tell people about this opportunity and um, and give them the 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 insight and the option and the, you know, any input that they need in order to, to package up their proposal. And we have had a great participation rate every year, hundreds and hundreds of, um, of, of submissions. And, um, and it keeps, you know, it, they keep coming up with amazing ideas. I can't wait for Wednesday's pitch session. Well, 
tell us about some of the things that have impressed you about the about the students who are, are there this week. Um, I'll tell you, the these are not college kids, right? You know, they're they're uh, I think the age range is thirteen to. 18. Is that right? Yeah. And um, they're not people that have been out to pitch to senior executives or even each other as part of what they do every day. For someone like you or me, we've we've done those kinds of things for years. So what impresses me is the level of commitment to something that has, you know, this is just passion projects, right? It's not, hey, I'm going to get paid for this or, hey, it's part of a school assignment. It is passion projects of things they think will change the world. So that's incredibly impressive. The second piece is having just chatted with them, they're really smart asking great questions, Um, you know, talking about storytelling. And I got a number of really thoughtful questions from, you know, people that are pretty early in life and are probably going to change the world in the the future. But they're, they're, they're thoughtful and they listen and they ask good questions. And then at the heart of it all, they're still young adults, right? So there's, I noticed the shyness and the sort of the, the, um, it takes a minute for people to raise their hand and ask the question and, and yet they do it and they get the perspective and they take the perspective and you see heads nodding around because it's a whole group of them. And, and so I just, uh, I look at this group of kids as I have, I shouldn't call them kids. Some of them are teenagers, but I look at this group of, of young people and I have now for a few years and every single time this, this lab happens, I walk away inspired and, you know, wishing I had been more proactive in such ways when I was their age, cause I just wasn't. So <laughs> they're, they're well ahead of me. So you have different categories that you, that you, you have entries in and, and the students are there representing one is digital empowerment. Another is equity in action. Another is thriving planet. These are gr- grown up topics. Mm-hmm. to a great extent that, that kids are getting into. So tell me about the, the selection process here and trying to narrow it down. You, you have a whole group of people at T-Mobile who get involved with this? Yeah, there are multiple steps along the way. Um, and, you know, typically they'll submit a write-up, write-up in a video um, with sort of their idea. And um, we have a team in our CSR organization that looks at it and they pull in other employees, particularly when you think about like our DEI council and, and other um, people at T-Mobile that have good worldly views on these things and really look at what the proposals are. And all of them start in as an idea. Some of them are more well-formed than others. And then as they go through, um, sometimes they offer more clarity and then they come into the labs, it gets real crystallized until you kind of have the final um, you know, pitch day, uh, which is the one that's coming up in a couple of days. That's my favorite day of the year. And I'll be, uh, be doing it remote this year, unfortunately, but, um, they, they are big topics. And that's, what's so impressive about this young group is that they actually have ideas on topics of this importance and magnitude in today's world. And I promise you, I was, I've said it before, but I, I don't know what you were doing at 15, 16, 17, but I wasn't trying to solve, you know, diversity and equity problems or mental health problems or sustainability problems. And I just love that this is a passion play for these individuals. It's not something anybody put them up to. It's just their personal passions on how to make this world better in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Now, coming out of this is one of the goals to turn their dreams here into reality or what, what happens from here? Well, definitely um, the, you know, we 
we, they go through a process and we get down to a handful of what we call sort of grand prize winners. They're all winners to come to the lab and go through the three days of, you know, of coaching and learning and pitching. And there's seed money that we donate, um, which I will get the math wrong because it changes every year, but we donate, um, you know, money to each of the teams to then go make them a reality um, to the extent that they can and work on it. I, I will tell you, like last year, we had a team in here and we were going through, I think, Last year, was it last year or the year before we were close on the heels of a, another horrific shooting? And we had a number of um, teams that were really talking about mental health. If you think about being a middle school or a high school student and watching some of the kinds of gun violence that have happened in schools at the national stage and talking about, you know, apps or specific channels inside social where you can give mental health tips on how to navigate that kind of stress. And then the, you know, excuse me, that team gets some seed money and they can go determine if they're going to work with third-party experts to create those modules and launch those kinds of, um, of programs. And I should have at the finger, at my fingertips, then I apologize that I don't at the moment, the like who's gone, how far, but I know there are a number of really cool examples we can get you of, of teams that have, have gone from the lab and, you know, expanded their programs, you know, further. Some of them start with like deploying a mental health initiative into one school. And then, um, you know, they start hitting their surrounding schools. And then their desire was in this particular instance to create scale and be able to, you know, put a, call it a toolkit online that every school in the country, if they wanted it, could create and, and not an academic teacher oriented set of mental health, right? This is young people talking to each other on how do I, how do I help somebody open up and have a conversation when they don't want to talk to their teacher, but how do I have a conversation with one another? And it's coming from the point of view of the one another. And that's what makes it different because it's not, you know, uh, uh, the, the parents or the teachers or, you know, people that are no longer in school trying to say, here's how you should go engage on this. I imagine a lot of these kids have been impacted. How could they not be by uh, the, the pandemic and having had to spend time at home distance learning, uh, a lot of problems with that here and there, even the, even the equity when it comes to uh, connectivity and, and technology. So uh, they've gone through a lot, these kids, haven't they? They really have. And uh, last year was the first time, we, you know, we, I think we, I can't remember if we went digital the year before that, but last year we brought them back in person and we went through a great deal of, you know, get that you had to be vaccinated and we did distancing and, and the feedback we got from the parents of the children was my goodness, they haven't been able to be out doing a thing, you know, really uh, anything in so long that just the interpersonal engagement and, you know, getting to go do something in person in a traditional way instead of all digital learning was incredibly, incredibly compelling for all of them. So I'm thrilled that it's, you know, even safer now to have everybody back and, and, um, you know, let them do the in-person, get to know each other, learn from each other, talk to each other, as well as, um, as learn from Ashoka and the other T-Mobile folks that'll be working with them. Well, congratulations on, on the efforts there at, at T-Mobile and, and helping these kids. Uh, you've been involved in many different kinds of causes. So where is it that people can go to to get more information about this and maybe participate down the road? They can go to tmobile.com slash changemaker to find out more information and see what um, came out of today's events. Terrific. And now we're going to meet a couple of the changemakers. Yes. I okay. hope you're as inspired as I am. 
Two of the young people at the Changemaker Lab are Jacqueline Teague and Amelie Beck. Hi, Jacqueline. Hello. And hi, Amelie. Hello. You are part of a, a group, I don't know if we'll call it a company, called MedTech Connect from Louisville, Kentucky. Tell us yeah. a little bit about it. Who wants to go first here? Um, I can go first. So it all kind of began with our initial sort of group, VaxConnect KY, which began um, right as the vaccine was rolling out in kind of the heat of the pandemic. And our goal with that was to kind of help guide um, people who had more trouble with uh, technology and like navigating uh, the internet and stuff like that and get their vaccines. Because in the beginning, it was all online. So it was hard to get to if you didn't have um, a certain level of like computer literacy. And now it's sort of shifted as the vaccine has, you know, done its job and it's not as much of a huge issue. It's become a lot more accessible. Um, we've shifted our focus to kind of just like online medicine in general. So guiding people through the process of like making appointments online, seeing their physicians online, um, and just kind of helping people out who maybe don't have the tools or the knowledge to like navigate it on their own. And I take it many of these people are, are older adults who may not be as familiar with the technology. Amelie, yes. tell me about that. Yes, so we, um, the senior citizen age group is uh, during, especially during the vaccine rollout was a group that was kind of overlooked because, um, you know, all the online technology aspect of it, it was just kind of assumed that everyone knew how to do it. So, um, so we actually helped sign up our grandparents uh, for their vaccines. And then we started helping their friends and we realized that it was kind of an issue throughout the whole um, senior citizen elderly community that it was really hard to just log online and um, kind of sign up for their vaccine appointments. But it was easy for us because we were younger and we realized that we could help out with, um, we could help out because we had the knowledge. And so we, um, so yeah, that's pretty much how it got started. And then um, MedTech Connect, as Jacqueline said, we've kind of transitioned into a more um, telehealth based company to where we help seniors um, get on Norton MyChart, which is an app that is really helpful for refilling prescriptions, communicating with their doctors and stuff like that. Are you two related? Tell me about yourselves and how old you are, what grade you're in, et cetera. Um, so I'm a senior and Amelie is a junior. We are, in fact, cousins. Um, <laughs> we grew up very close. And like Amelie said, it all kind of began with our grandparents who were both very close with. And so it was just kind of like an easy person to pick um, as far as like tackling the sort of challenge in the beginning. Definitely. So this is really wonderful. So it got started last year, right? Early last year? Yes, you know, yeah, you, January. Have you counted? Do you know about how many older adults you've been able to help? So we've, <laughs> um, so we have helped over 500 citizens with um, telehealth and we have gotten over 2,100 senior citizens vaccinated, like uh, helped 2,100 seniors sign up to get their vaccine. That's terrific. And, you know, we should say that many older adults are familiar with the technology, but many others uh, aren't so much or, or don't have the uh, don't have the equipment or the Internet connections, etc. So tell me about expanding the, this whole concept and how, where you're going from here. So our goal from here is to make 
accessing medicine online and like visiting with your doctor, just like accessible for everyone. Um, we've talked a lot about how in like 2000, President Clinton passed the law that every hospital has to speak every language of every person that could walk in. And what we believe is that like speaking the internet and like technology is also something that's really important and that a lot of people um, have just been kind of overlooked with. So our goal is to just kind of educate anyone who is unsure of how to navigate the system of like signing up for online appointments and stuff like that so that we can make online medicine something that's accessible for everyone. And there you are now in uh, Seattle, I think, at the, yeah. uh, at the uh, Changemaker event that T-Mobile is having. Tell me about this experience here and, and what you're gaining from it. Um, well, I'd say like, this is such an amazing opportunity for us. And we're so grateful that we are here right now. And um, I mean, all I would say that the best uh, part of this is meeting all these other young people that are inciting change and um, really making a difference. And it's a great opportunity to um, meet new people and uh, network. And it's um, it's really just a great opportunity all around. I mean, there's workshops, things like that. So it's um, it's really amazing. Jacqueline, I'm gonna keep on. Oh yeah, I think I've learned. So much. I mean, we, we haven't been here that long from our <laughs> from our flight debacle, but I feel like I've already learned so much just from speaking to other people with like completely different projects, similar projects. Just there's a lot of really interesting, smart people concentrated here, and it's really cool to like learn alongside them and kind of like learn to expand with those people. And you're getting some support uh, in terms of knowledge and uh, perhaps financial to to some extent too, and in, in, in helping this along. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I think with the prize is seed money, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of to help like grow and expand everything and kind of scale everything out. So that's also exciting. Well, you two are in high school. You've got so much ahead of you. You've got college and, and, and beyond. But you're learning some great lessons here, I think. So do you envision yourself as becoming entrepreneurs, keeping this going somehow as well? What, what's your vision here? Um, well, <laughs> um, I think we definitely want to keep MedTech uh, Med Connect going um, in the future. I mean, as long as anyone needs help, we'll be around. Um, so uh, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure about the entrepreneur. I mean, what do you think, Jacqueline? For me, my favorite part about, sorry, you got a little frog my throat. My favorite part about this whole project and everything is the advocacy aspect. I really enjoy talking to people um, who have had trouble with this and being able to help them and like have that impact. That's a big thing for me and something I could definitely see myself going into in the future as far as like the entrepreneurship part, I mean, maybe. I <laughs> haven't exactly always thought of myself with like a business mind, but I could definitely see it. And medicine, probably not. Yeah, it's, it's really cool to learn about for sure. So beyond Louisville, Kentucky, tell me how this has grown and and where you are now with this idea of yours. So um, we actually some groups in other states have uh, reached out to us and asked us how we um, started our organization, and so we have sent templates and kicks kits to. I mean, five states. Yes, five states. So 
Um, so we have sent templates and kits to other organizations so they can kind of get uh, the same thing started in their uh, areas. So that's how we've kind of expanded. And again, meeting people here at um, the Changemaker uh, Challenge is like just a wonderful opportunity to uh, collaborate with other organizations who are doing similar things. Um, so that's kind of how we're expanding a little bit. And um, again, the the seed money that um, the seed money we um, are probably going to use to um, expand our organization as well um, with the website, as Jacqueline mentioned, and getting more members and things like that. So, Just wonderful. So for more information about what you are doing, is there a place people can go to? Um, we're on social media um, at MedTech Connect and Vax Connect, if you want to <laughs> go back into the past a little bit. Um, and we're working on launching a website um, to make all this like a little bit more accessible for everybody, but we're definitely on like Facebook yes. and um, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Terrific. Well, Jacqueline Teague and Amelie Beck, thank you so much for taking time with us and congratulations on, on being there and on all you're doing. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much.